welcome to Silk Digital Marketing Mastery, your go-to podcast for elevating your digital marketing success as a female business owner. I'm your host, Sam, founder of Silk Digital, with over six years of experience working with clients from startups to established brands. Each week, my guests and I will provide insider knowledge and expert guidance on social media, email marketing, digital advertising, and more. On this show, you can expect to learn how to create irresistible marketing messages that connect with your dream customers, establish an unbreakable brand identity that they can't help but trust, and develop a holistic approach to your marketing that supports your business goals. I know that as a female entrepreneur, you face unique challenges when it comes to building your brand and growing your business. That's why I'm here to provide you with the tools, strategies, and insights you need to take control of your marketing and achieve your goals. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this podcast is for you. Get ready to learn, be inspired, and take your digital marketing game to the next level. Hello, and welcome to my very first podcast episode. I am so excited to be recording this and finally launching my podcast. It has been a work in progress, and I'm just yes, so pleased to be able to get it out there. Today's episode, I'll be chatting about my story, how I started Silk Digital and what's to come for my business and this podcast. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. I'm not going to judge and enjoy. So I could take you way, way, way back to when I was studying my business degree at uni, but that's just going to be so much information overload and probably a bit of a boring story. So I'm going to fast forward to when I landed my very first agency job as a social media specialist for a digital marketing company in Melbourne. This was October 2019. So I'd been in the industry for a few years prior, but I'd only worked in-house roles. So my first job was a social media coordinator at a women's only gym. And then I had worked at a fashion company too, doing very similar stuff. So this was my very first agency position. And I feel like I wanted to work in an agency because I wanted that fast paced kind of career where, you know, I was working on a multitude of clients at one time because working in-house can get a bit repetitive. You can get stuck in, you know, your same ways all the time. So to be swapping and changing constantly from different clients, different industries. I was like, yep, I want to do that. So I got this job and I started off just doing social media content creation. I was posting on Facebook and Instagram for a variety of clients. And I'm talking like we had clients, well, I had clients that were in travel, hospitality, finance, e-commerce, health, wellness, like literally everything. We had a client in like nearly all the industries that you could think of. So I really gained a lot of experience and was challenged on how to, I suppose, adapt to each client and in terms of like their tone of voice creatively. And I I loved it. It was something new every day. A few months into the role, because I had had a bit of experience working on Facebook ads in my first job, I wanted to kind of explore that more and really get into the ad side of things because I liked putting together strategies and I liked the analytical side of what was involved with advertising. And, you know, it was kind of a bit of everything. You had to be creative and you had to come up with, you know, enticing copy and then create a strategy, analyze your results, sort of tell a story with that. So it was a little bit of everything. So 
I was given that opportunity and gained a few more clients that were doing advertising. Again, every sort of client that you could think of in every type of industry, I had it. It also gave me the skills and understanding of how to utilize the different digital channels together to really create an omnipresence business. Because we had specialists that would work on paid ads, Google ads, social media content, blog writing, SEO, web design. We had a lot of elements of marketing sort of under the one roof. So I was classed as like a a tech specialist and we would work together with the other specialists if we had a campaign together. And that really taught me how to utilize each platform, the importance of where each platform comes into play at what stage of, I guess, your marketing funnel each platform is needed. And I really utilize that information and what I learned from back then today because there is so much more to it than just running, you know, a paid ad. And that is one of the things that I am really trying to, I suppose, get out there more and and teach and preach how you can utilize different channels together to really create a successful online business. So fast forward to the end of 2020 and I had decided to leave this agency that I was working for based on the fact that there was like a mass exodus of staff because of some internal changes to the company. And so I started looking for a new job. And because of COVID, the digital marketing space had rapidly grew. Like it was a blessing for digital marketing because so many businesses obviously had to pivot and completely change to an online business structure, which for us was a positive thing. And I think it just really fast tracked and taught people the importance of online. So I'm going to take that as a silver lining out of being in lockdown for however long we were in lockdown for. Being that there was so much demand for people in digital marketing, there were quite a lot of job opportunities available. And I was being quite picky with the next job because I had been in roles in the past that I just kind of jumped into and didn't enjoy and last there. So I wanted to make sure that this was like the right one for me. And I accepted a job as a social media advertising specialist. I think my title was for a social media agency. So they just did social media ads and content creation on Facebook and Instagram And I think maybe LinkedIn from memory. I was like, so excited to start this job. Like I was like, this is it. I am going to this cool new agency. I'm going to have less clients because the agency I was at before, we were like pumped with clients. I'm talking like 40 clients at one time. So that wasn't sustainable at all. So this, I knew that this job, they were limited to how many clients that you were able to work on, which was amazing to me. So I started there and like within two days, I was like, these guys don't know what they're doing. They were stuck in like the 2016 way of advertising where it was all about really long salesy copy and only five places left when people aren't stupid. They know that that's just like a trick now. They were constantly creating new campaigns and not letting things sort of test, expecting results straight away. And 
that just went against everything that I knew to be true or like knew to be the correct way of running ads. So I was sort of like, I'm going to do things my way. And they, I don't think really liked that. And it wasn't in a disrespectful way. It was like, this is how I know how to create ads and just let me have a go. And if it gets results, then good. If not, I'll do it your way. And of course it worked. It got results and they would mock me for that. So within two weeks of working there, I was like, you know what? This ain't it. I am, I'm out. And actually during that time, I had had a client that I was working on their account with previously at another job, um, the job beforehand, contact me, uh, I think through LinkedIn, they, they found me to see what I was doing. So this was a little bit weird in a way because the structure of the last agency that I was at, we never spoke to clients. I was a tech person. I was like in the background, just doing the, the computer work. I never had to speak with clients. There was an account manager for that. So for them to, you know, one, actually go to the effort to find out that I was the one working on their campaign and two, then track me down to contact me to work with me was a pretty big thing. And I took that as a sign to be like, why don't I just do this myself? Why don't I just start freelancing? I'm not doing anything else because I'd left that job and I was like that done. I didn't have another job to go into. I thought, okay, I'll just set myself up doing some freelancing for them. I know how the account works. I can do everything from home. I've got a computer, you know, so why not just have a crack? Like they're obviously keen to work with me and it's actually me that they want to work with. Like that just really validated my skills because even though I was only at this job prior to that for two weeks, like it really messed with my confidence. And if you're in a job and if you've ever experienced this, you would know like being in a toxic workplace and constantly hearing that you're terrible or what you're doing or it's not right. It messes with your confidence. And so to have them, you know, track me down and want to work with me, I was like, Sam, you can actually do this. Like you are, you are good at what you do. That's when I sort of decided, all right, I'm, I'm going to have a crack at this. And I'd always wanted to have my own business. I had always had that desire and I just never really knew what it would look like. I'd always like thinking back, I, I assumed it would be in, you know, having my own clothing store or maybe having something like an e-commerce store online. But I just, yeah, had never really done anything about it. And to me, I was like, this is a sign. So I decided to set myself up, not so much as like just a con, like a freelance contractor, but actually go to the effort to create a business name, get my ABN, set up an Instagram. And to me, that was like such an exciting time because I love branding and, you know, obviously I enjoy content creation and to be able to do that for myself and have like almost like have a purpose doing that was so exciting. And it was at a good time because we eventually went into lockdown again in Melbourne. So after launching, I had a lot of spare time on my hands. Coming up with the business name was tricky, but for me, I really wanted to represent high quality, you know, a little bit luxe timeless, sort of something that's reliable. And I, I mean, I don't know why I, how I ended up finding the name Silk or coming up with it, but those are the sort of things that I wanted to represent. So I decided on Silk and the reason why I went for Silk Digital and not, you know, social media or Silk Social Media or Social Media by Sam was because I had this, 
vision that I would be an agency style company eventually. Like I'd eventually offer more than just social media. So I didn't want to box myself in by just saying social media by Sam, which I kind of think back to my decision and I'm like, that was a good move because now I'm not only just doing social media, we're obviously offering services outside of that. So I'm proud of myself for making that decision. And I do, I love the name that I decided on. So I launched in March, 2021. So the end of March. And my first client was that this client that had contacted me, we were running social media ads and I was doing social media posts for them as well. Charging them really peanuts when I think back to how much I was charging them. But at the time it wasn't really about the money. I was just doing it for the love of keeping myself busy because I wasn't working. I didn't get another part-time job until the end of April, I think. So, I mean, I had about a month off, but yeah, it was keeping me busy and I enjoyed it. I loved having the control in a sense and yeah, being able to actually build that relationship with the client because having like a middle person previously, things can get miscommunicated and it just adds an extra layer of, I guess, difficulty when creating campaigns. So when we, when you can go, you know, to the source, aka the client, it just makes things so much easier. And I truly think that clients want that communication with the person that's actually doing the work. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. I just wanted to quickly interrupt for a brief moment to chat to you about Silk Digital's email marketing management. If you're searching for a powerful tool to build lasting connections with your audience and take your business to new heights, look no further than email marketing. I focus on crafting bespoke email campaigns that resonate with your target audience and drive tangible results. I pride myself on my ability to deliver messages that engage and inspire action. From creating compelling copy to designing visually stunning templates, Silk Digital will work closely with you at every step of the process to ensure your emails truly stand out. So if you're ready to take your email marketing to the next level, visit the website at www.silk-digital.com.au to learn more about this service or better yet, send me a DM over on Instagram at silkdigital underscore to get started. Now let's get back into today's episode. So as I said, in the April of 2021, I started working part-time for another digital marketing company doing two days a week, I think I started off with just obviously so I could get some income in because I wasn't making a lot of money just having one client and working in that digital space with other people around. You're always learning new things and being able to bounce ideas off one another. So I enjoyed having that job at the time to be able to continue to sort of stay on track with just the industry because it is so fast paced and there's so many things happening constantly that if you kind of take a step back for a while, you kind of fall behind and I didn't want to do that. So I was doing that two days a week and then spending time working on the business and my client the other three days a week and weekends. So I landed my second client in that June and that was another referral. So a lot of my clients over time have come from word of mouth or people that I have gone to school with or have previously worked with or are from the same town. I grew up in Shepparton. So yeah, I have a lot of clients within that area too. And for me, having another client that I didn't really know of was like, holy shit, like 
and I'm actually doing it. I'm getting another client on board and just having somebody trust me to do that. Like, well, even now when I get new clients on board, it's like such an exciting thing because I'm like, and one, I'm excited for them to be able to start their journey and see the results come through, but also just like creating that relationship with people to me is just like, yeah, one of the best things. And I love that side of things. And I obviously lacked that when I was working in agencies because I didn't have the chance to communicate with the clients. So I'd definitely say that my second client was a big milestone and we're actually still working together to this day, which is super exciting. In October of 2021, I hired my business coach, Jess Williamson, and worked with her. It's funny, when I first kind of was on the hunt for a business coach, I just assumed or was wanting help with, I guess, maybe like operational things and the structure and working on goals and those sorts of things. But what I really learned working with Jess and just being a business owner is it really is just a big mindset thing. Like to be successful, obviously you have to do work, but a lot of it just comes down to your belief system and having the confidence you can do it. And I remember one of my biggest fears because starting a business, I wasn't so worried about actually setting it up and doing that. Like to me, that was exciting. I love doing the branding and getting my Instagram page done, but actually having to show my face. And I still remember posting my first photo. Like it wasn't even a video of me. It was a photo on my feed. I was like so nervous. And it was just having that fear of what are people going to think? What are people going to say? And then I did that. And then it come to actually showing up, filming myself and talking to camera And holy shit, was that not like the scariest thing ever? I don't even know how many times I would have recorded the video before I posted it and then was like so embarrassed. I don't even think I could look back and watch it now because I would just probably have my customer service voice on and it would just be a mess. But you've got to start somewhere. And so working with Jess, I really learn a lot about myself and overcome a lot of fears and you can constantly continue to work on those things. It's not like you achieve one thing and then that's it forever. But she really gave me great tools and support. And by the January of 2020, what are we, two, I actually decided to quit my part-time job. By then I was also doing three days a week. So I was earning a lot more money than just by doing two days. And I'd had gained, I don't even know how many clients I'd had at that time. But anyway, I got to the point where I was like, I'm ready to go full-time into the business. And I remember Jess and I had this conversation in one of our coaching calls and she was like, yep, you're just going to give notice and just do it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm actually going to do this. Like while it was like super scary and I, I went back and forth and was like, oh, do I want to do this? And then I was like, you know what? Screw it. Because by then I was busy with Silk and it wasn't fair for the other company I was working for because I wasn't enjoying working for them. Like it was draining and working from home, I probably would do a bit of silk stuff on the side when I had finished my other work, which is a bit naughty. But so I owed it to them to just kind of kind of tap out and I owed it to myself to jump in and give it a go going full time with Silk Digital. And so, yeah, 10 months into starting the business, I was full time, which thinking back, I actually didn't really understand or acknowledge the significance of how big of a thing it really is. 
So shout out to anybody that has had the guts to start their own business, put themselves out there and even just fully go full time into their business because those things are not easy and I don't think they're celebrated enough. I know myself, like I said, I didn't really celebrate the significance of it. So I mentioned earlier on when I first decided on the name Silk that I had the intention of setting the business up as an agency style. And probably in the past 12 months, I have completely gone away from that idea. And that is not the direction or the goal that I have for this business. It's like, why couldn't I be the face of my brand? I have clients and they come to work with me because of me. We have this relationship and I am attracting clients because of, yes, the work that I do and the results I get, but also because they see me as a person that they would get along with or, you know, they like the way that I explain certain things or talk about stuff. So I really just wanted to embrace that element and know that it was actually okay that I positioned myself like that. I didn't want that negative association with the agency brand that so many businesses, I guess, project on agencies. And I can understand why, because obviously I've worked in a big agency business and that's essentially, you know, why I started Silk too, is I didn't like how they treated their clients and it was how many clients they could get and not so much. It was like the quantity over quality versus quality over quantity. So I just didn't want any of that association either. So now it's just Silk Digital is representing me and who I am, which is why I also went through a rebrand recently that felt like it aligned with the direction, the values and who I am as a person. And I'm currently working with clients within certain industries such as health, wellness, fashion, e-commerce, lifestyle, beauty, fitness, anything sort of around those industries with exceptions, but those are the main clients that I attract because they're the industries that I feel most passionate about and most aligned with. And for me, it just makes sense to be working on client accounts that I enjoy because prior to that, when I was having to work on, you know, finance accounts and even like some hospitality, it gave me great experience, but I really struggled to create the content or actually do the work. It just felt a lot harder because I didn't enjoy those sorts of industries. So having the control of who I want to work with, especially now being in a position that I'm not just trying to get as many clients on board to pay the bills. I'm in a great position where not that I'm selective as such with who I work with, because I feel like the messaging that I'm putting out there with my marketing is going to attract the right people. So I'm not having to say no to people, but I can have that control and be more selective with certain services that I offer as well. And yet the industries that I work with, I am a big believer and really want to stress the importance of, as I said before, having a omnipresence across digital marketing. So (laughs) what that means, omnipresence is having, you know, a presence across a variety of different channels and platforms you know, not just relying on your Instagram page. Well, that can be great starting out. You want to make sure that you have other elements that can one, support you if, you know, Instagram just one day you can't access it anymore. And 
just other ways to really reach new customers because not everybody's using Instagram, believe it or not. You want to be able to build an email list that you essentially own that data because if again, Instagram goes bust or your website crashes or whatever platform you're using just completely dies, then you've got this email list where you can contact your customers or you've got an SMS list that you can send them a message with to be like, Hey, this is where you can find us now. This is how you can shop with us. So I'm just really focusing on expressing the importance of having an omni-channel presence and also how they can work together to really create a huge impact and get results for your business. As we know, the online space just continues to grow and it's really not going anywhere anytime soon. If anything, it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So I don't want you to be afraid of digital marketing. I want you to be able to feel inspired and have those aha moments and just get excited about it and embrace it so that you're actually wanting to have a go at implementing certain things, or you have that understanding now and you go away and you're ready to invest in different areas of your digital marketing because you have that knowledge and you really understand how each platform can work together and it's purpose because I feel that's where a lot of businesses are lacking that information. They know that it's important, but not to the depth and detail that where they're going out and actually investing in really, really going deep into it. There is so much information out there online, especially when it comes to social media and digital marketing. And a lot of it is quite contradicting. So it is hard to know what to do for your business. And while there isn't just this one size fits all approach, I still think that it is important to be able to understand each platform and how it can work together and its purpose within your business. So that if you are wanting to outsource, you have that knowledge base, or if you're wanting to do it yourself as well, you have a little bit more clarity. This isn't just another boring business podcast. While I will be chatting about all things business and marketing, it will be done in a fun, exciting way. And I'm going to have some really great guests join me along the way to share their journey, inspire you, and just have a good time. Now, before I forget, I want to celebrate with you the launch of my show by doing an exciting giveaway. The winner will receive a one-on-one strategy session with me valued at $499. It's your chance to receive expert guidance in any areas of your digital marketing that you feel like you need the most support with. You will finish our call with actionable recommendations that you can implement right away. Okay. So to enter, I've made this super easy. All you need to do is follow the podcast, give it a five-star rating and leave a review on Apple podcast. Before you hit that submit button though, take a screenshot of your review and then send it to me over on Instagram at silk digital with an underscore. Send me your screenshot as a DM. And then for a bonus entry, All you have to do is screenshot one of the first three episodes and share that on your Instagram stories. Again, don't forget to tag me at silkdigital underscore. If you don't have an Apple device, it's all good. All you have to do is send me a DM on Instagram of what you love about the show. The giveaway ends on Tuesday, the 23rd of May. I'll be announcing the winner on my Instagram stories on Wednesday, the 24th of May, and I'll be sure to send you a DM to know if you are one of the lucky winners. I'll put all these details in the show notes for you. So don't stress. You can always refer back to that and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget, you can learn more about my free resources that will help you scale your business by going to my website, 
www.silk-digital.com.au. And you can always find the links and resources mentioned in today's episode over there too. I would love for you to come say hi over on Instagram at silkdigital underscore. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in the next episode.